on world it is ryan lewis here bringing you another episode of ryan out loud an exciting episode of ryan out loud i first off before i get into it i just want to start this episode with my condolences rest in peace to a legend a hip-hop legend dmx he passed away um he was on life support for a little over a week um i i've been seeing different sources saying you know he had a heart attack it was due to the heart attack was caused by an overdose and you know he struggled uh i but he was such i've been seeing on twitter how he's just been on randomly people have random stories about him being somewhere at a waffle house or you know their aunts aunties uncle whoever running into him real randomly and that's so dope i love seeing and hearing stories like that um and then there are some that are still triggered by his lyrics his you know his the way he treated women and his homophobic you know lyrics and that's a part of his legacy we cannot remove that uh have to acknowledge that he was very harmful to his words i'm sorry his words were very harmful but i you know i think about the the music you know i grew up uh listening to dmx uh he my father who has all he has been deceased for about 18 years and i remember very vividly i was visiting him one summer with my last day my last like full day with him he we lived he lived in washington dc and i i'm from dc from dc anyways i was born in dc i've been here in pittsburgh all my life but i still claim dc is my second home but that's another story anyways so uh i kid you not very vividly my dad was listening so at that time it was 2002 so at that time mary mary was still new but not new so i remember he was listening to shackles and I can't give up now. Is that on there? I, or no, I, it was Shackles. Forgive me. Um, and listening to that thing, their thankful album. And literally, I kid you not, tense. Maybe I, I was like, oh, he's listening to his gospel music. You know, I was like, dad, you okay? And I went downstairs. He said, and he had a rocking chair in the middle of his man cave. Very random. But he was in the process of setting it up at the time. So he was like, you know, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just thankful, you know, being able to spend this time with you and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cool, cool. Go upstairs. Maybe, maybe about 15 minutes after he had his little gospel jam session, my man switched to DMX. Would you really want for, you know, anyway, I said that wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say. It was definitely definitely dmx and so yeah you know rest in peace may he be at peace he suffered and but still he lived you know um in the middle of his struggles and you know substance his abuse struggle um he lived and he, he leaves a legacy uh one that i don't think anybody will ever forget so yes rest in peace dmx
how to get into this interview. I don't even, I hate calling it an interview. Ran Out Loud is a space for conversation with black creatives, black queer creatives, all of that good stuff. Next, I have coming up is singer, songwriter, producer, creative podcast host. Rob Milton is next, y'all. Stay tuned. Get into it. Stick with us. Get a drink of coffee. Whatever you need to do. Enjoy this conversation. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. I am sitting. I want to say sitting here, but we are not sitting in the same room. We. I am here with where we are. You know. You're right. You're right. I'm sitting down. You sitting down. You're in Atlanta, correct? Yes. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys, girls, all of that good stuff. They the only, only Rob Milton is here. What's going on? So happy to be here on Ryan Out Loud. Thank you. Um, I'm, this yes. is major for me. You know, like I, I absolutely adore you. I love you. Same. Shout out to the timelines of Twitter to connecting us. Um, this is the so- thing. So, okay. Tell everybody that is not familiar. Give a background real quick, little speed up, you know, before I start running my mouth. Yes, of you. Yes, this is all okay. about this is the blow up edition <laughs> yes. of Ryan Out Loud. Okay, okay, awesome. Okay, so I am Rob Milton. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, I guess all around creative uh, content creator. I do a lot of the things um some of them well some of them i'm still learning but that's the journey yes (laughs) um i have been recording music i started recording officially in 2011 so i've been recording uh, recording for 10 years now and then my first project dropped in 2012 so it'll be uh, 10 years since i released a project in 2012 um I'm in 2022, so it'll be 10 years then. But I have just been, you know, doing the best I can with what I got. Shout out to Ryan Carey. Um, and just in <laughs> in the process of... I got. I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> no, yeah. And in the process of doing so, in the process of promoting my music and all of that, uh, I've just been able to build, like, a really, really dope community um, through Twitter, which, you know, people... It, there was a time where I feel like people thought Twitter was dead, but Twitter really has, especially during the quarantine and during yes. the Panini Press, uh, Twitter Pepperoni. really, yes, Twitter really stepped up. And like, you know, I feel like we all kind of built a community together there again. Um, and so I'm grateful for that to be to be able to be here and connect and do this. I also have a podcast, Glow Up Rob. Yeah. Um, I have merch on the robmiltonshop.com. All of the things. I do all the things. You are you have your hands touched on every in everything. You are in everything. And I love that. And Trying you- my best, yo. It's like the the thing that I realized about this journey is that the moment you stop is the moment that you don't win. Because um, I, I think that we think that like failures are when you don't win, but I, right. you, in order to win, you have to experience, like, I said, I said this jokingly one time before when Black Parade came out, um, Beyonce song Black Parade, mm-hmm. because back in the day, I want to say around the D-Day era, she had a song, it was a demo called Black Culture. Yes, she if you did. never heard it, yes. if you never heard it, listen yes. to it. Because I, I just realized throughout my journey that you have to go through the Black cultures to get to Black Parade. And so that that's is, just where I am. I love that analogy. I love that. Yeah. I remember that. I remember yes. Black culture. 
wasn't a fan, but okay. So, <laughs> it wasn't I mean, much happening. Like she no. was trying to figure it out. It was. And you know was, what? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm gonna have to go back yeah. and do that again. Yes, it's fun though. It's fun for sure. It was. I remember the. I. I. Is. I'm trying to. Rem- There's a lot the of. Michael, it was like a Michael Jackson sample. Yeah. She was, it was B Day era, so she was screaming out, <laughs> giving us all the vocals. Dina yeah. Jones had her. Uh, that role had her going. Through. Oh, the, the chokehold. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I, I always think of the interviews where she was like, you know, Dina wasn't really allowed to say a lot of things. She yeah. Didn't really have this, ex- you know a lot of things to say, a lot of things to express. Yeah. So she went in there and did be day channeling. Yeah, okay. channeling a lot of that energy in her music, which is brilliant. And you hear that in a lot of the leftovers. So yeah, but yeah. back to you. So, so everything goes I, back to Beyonce. Shout out to the queen. You know, Queen B, if you're listening, yes. come on. Start, start Parkwood Entertainment Radio for me and Please. sign Rob. Okay. Let's, I was about to say only if I'm getting signed. Though. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not giving out ideas if we're not. We're not yeah, we're not doing that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so how I came across you was, of course, like, like you said, this, like, Twitter has really become a, I'm on there every day, constantly. Yeah. And I think it's because like, I'm, I'm, I was laid off from my job at the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah. I remember I really wasn't, I was never really heavy on Twitter. I would just, you know, pop in here and there. Facebook was always Facebook and Instagram. And now it's a reverse, but uh, I, I, uh, you know, was on there. And I remember then, then after Insecure aired and, you know, yes. I, I can't remember who shared your, the tweet after the episode aired because it was season four, episode nine, correct? Yes, the low-key trying episode. Okay. And I was like, that is so dope. And yeah. I, it just excites me when I see independent artists getting there. And one thing about Issa Rae, she supports Black Facts independent yeah. artists like shout out to Issa Rae because I'm a I'm a stan she inspires Same. me in every way and form and I mean you she knows your name okay that's crazy I mean and but that's a part of like that's kind of a part of what I was talking about with the journey is that for people who've been following me for some time like I have been kind of on a like campaign <laughs> for Issa for a very long time uh, because uh when she when she put out Awkward Black Girl I was in college. I think it, I was either, yeah, I think it was, I was like rounding out college or it was actually after. And I used to watch with my college friends, one of the two. Um, but I was really, really into it because I felt like the way that she told stories was, it was, it was fitting to me. Like it, I, we, we, we take in a lot of content and especially for the past maybe decade, like black content that is, um, it's just been a struggle because the writer's rooms haven't been us the just like you know we all know the game of of like the we get a lot of the slave movies and this and this and that and it wasn't a lot of like simple everyday life I can actually relate to this especially when it came to the concept of being awkward and all of that like that's not something that is normally covered in the black community that's Mm -hmm. not like people don't people don't really take that as a as a thing 
And so when she was coming out and doing and saying those things and telling stories and like, just like the awkward experiences that she was having, like pulling up to, <laughs> pulling up to the light and the nigga that's trying to talk to you is like also at the light with you. And like, you keep trying to like beat him from the light and he keeps pulling up. She's like pulling her seat back or like even like the, yeah, the yes. freestyles in the mirror, like all of that stuff just felt like, wow, like and I relate to this so much. Relatable. That's, yeah, I always and, describe myself as, awkward like Issa with yeah. Baxter energy so it's yes a, it's, I love that it's a combination like I don't know how to explain it it's something you gotta yeah, no that's a perfect combination experience because it's like I'm awkward as hell but when when mm-hmm. you get when I warm up when I get warmed up it's like okay. it's fun yeah <laughs> literally and see so in that like my first my very first project I had a song on it called off key and it was saying even if I sing off key you would still love me and call this your favorite song and um I actually I went to the screening for the second season of awkward black girl and this is actually where that clip of her saying my name came from because they were having the anniversary stream That's the, yeah, for yeah. Awkward Black Girl. And I commented and I was saying there how, because she was talking about the screening and how packed the screening was. It was at Magic Johnson Theater. Um, and remember that was when she had connected with Pharrell. She was on, it was I Am Other at that point on their YouTube. So it was like a big whole big thing. And we went to the screening, waited in line, literally got to the door and they opened the door and was like that the people that went in before us were that they met capacity like nobody else could come in oh. so we were just i was standing there like nah i didn't nope <laughs> right. nah, I, didn't, I, did I didn't not all waste all my not, yeah no we ain't I going get... nowhere so like but that then isa came back out and she isa came out and she was like you know um, I'm so happy that you guys are here and I'm sorry that you guys can't make it in to see it. Um, she give me a second and I'm going to come out and like talk to you guys and take pictures of you guys or whatever. Um, and so honestly, I ended up feeling like I ended up feeling like I won because yes, you did the screening. The episodes are only were only like, what, 10 minutes? Yes, they were. T- um, so everybody else got to go in and sit down and watch the screening for 10 minutes. Meanwhile, Issa was outside with me, <laughs> like right. taking pictures with me. And I've told her about my song. Um, and from then, you know, when I told her about the song, she was like, oh, that sounds really cool. You know, like send it to me. And so from then, I just kind of was on a mission of like, OK, I really I love what she does. I love what she represents. I love her storytelling. I love how she builds intentionally, like she builds um, with the people that came up with her, but also yes. like even the people that she adds on to her team are always black and brilliant and thriving. Yes. And like, she's helping them get to get the light that they deserve. And that's always my energy. Um, and so I just kind of like, I would start putting my songs underneath clips from insecure um i was emailed like i'm the one thing about me is when i want something i'm gonna get it <laughs> like i'm i'm not gonna stop until i have i've reached the point where i've gotten it if i haven't gotten it yet i wasn't supposed to get it yet but i'm gonna keep trying so i just Come i kept on. pushing i kept pushing with the clips and everything like that but in the meantime i had um, and I don't want to waste your time with the whole entire story, but in no, the meantime, tell the I, had, story. Come on. I had a um, project that I submit to an indie label called Fresh Selects, um, and I submit that to them in 2015. 
Now, mind you, you at this point, you've seen my flow. Like I'm constantly releasing, whether it's a single, an EP or whatever, just kind of like keeping stuff going, but also creating is just kind of, it's almost like the way that I breathe. So yes. it's I really love, can easy. I, before, I'm sorry, but I love how you do like you, you release, you'll do an EP, then you'll do like a, the remixes, right? Yeah. I love that flow. Thank I love you. that. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, that's like Mary J. Blige and Diddy and like all of those people who taught us that like real remixes and like giving, like you said, giving new life to a song, especially now when it's like you can release an album today and next week, I no lie, somebody will be like, hey, when is your next album coming? And you're like, bruh, do you know how much time, time. and energy and money okay. I put into this body of work? If you don't go back and listen, and to, listen it, to it again, I, let me tell you something. I, I, as a fan, I, I find myself, I be, I'm ready. Like, and yeah, I, thank you. and that's as a, now as I am getting myself involved with indie artists and talking yeah. to them, I have talking to you guys, I have to remind myself, I'm like, damn, you guys, it, you take, that's like therapy for you, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, even into the studio, you know, I'm like, sure even in you doing this podcast, like you can kind of get a glimpse of the experience of putting something together and putting all of your energy into it and, and sharing it with the world. Like it is, it's a feeling that it's a feeling that you can't, I you almost can't explain it. Like, it's just something that once you get into the process of it and realize the feeling that you feel when you do it, um, you don't want to stop. Like you don't want to let it go at all. I, yeah, but no, that's but just to round out the Issa story, I had submit of the project to this label, Fresh Alex, who at the time, I don't know if you know, uh, sir. Yes. He, uh, yeah. So at the time, Sir was signed to their label and I was putting together this album with this producer in Richmond, Virginia, DJ Harrison. But I had got George, a feature from Georgia Ann Muldrow, who was one of my favorite. Uh, she's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, she's she a producer. On your she, show, right? Yeah, I, she was on my I show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she, um, you know, she has written with Erica Badu, with mm-hmm. Bilal, with Sarah Creatives, like all of the all of the people. Um, and so once I once I got that feature, I was like, okay, this is something that's bigger than my little indie thing. <laughs> like even then, I was doing it. I, I wasn't doing it at the level and at the the pace that I am now. But then I just knew, like, okay, this is something that's bigger than me. And so I shot my shot literally in a Twitter DM, and then I sent him an email with the records, um, and we signed a contract maybe six months later. But again, that was 2015. So it was about a five-year gap between that and the insecure placement. And in the process of that, like I said, I had already been doing my own, putting out my own intentions and manifestations and and videos and like doing all of this stuff to try to get the ESA thing. Um, But at the very same time throughout all of that process, um, about 2019, when they were working on the season, they asked um, the label that I was working with. They had no idea I was working with them. They asked the label for a folder of unreleased music. And voila, the thing that comes out <laughs> is me. Um, so yeah, that's how the place that that happened. And it was so dope. It's, it's very much, uh, it's very much, it very much helped me realize again, because, you know, we have, we, we learned the same lesson over and over, but it just helped me realize that I don't have control. No. Like yes. as much as, as as no matter and that's the thing is that we're taught like when you work hard, when you put in a certain energy, you're gonna get a certain energy back. 
you're going to get that same energy back. You're going to get, you're going to reap what you sow. But nobody tells you that it's not, it's never the way that you think. Like we think, okay, if I do this, if I put in this work, what exactly what I want is going to happen is going to happen. And that's not the way that it works. It's more so what is supposed to happen is going to happen the way that it is supposed to happen. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm truly, I'm grateful that it happened the way that it did. And in the time that it did, like, it's literally perfect. We are at this point because of the placement uh, we were on the, we're on the insecure playlist on Spotify. Yes. And then outside of that, once we put out the album, we have a couple of other playlist placements on Spotify. So we are right now at 780,000 streams for that album. As, wow. As you should. Yeah. As you so should. very, very close to a million, which is like, you know, numbers, they, they don't mean anything, but they, to some extent, mean everything. Um, and just, even if I didn't reach this, even if I didn't reach a million streams, I wouldn't stop. But reaching, being that I'm at the place where I'm, like not potentially, but going to reach a million streams, it's like a feeling of okay, I'm doing like this is okay. This you're is doing, what I'm supposed know, to be doing. This is what you're, yeah. This, you're yeah, this, walking this, in this, your purpose. Yeah, because sometimes we really, sometimes we need that, and people say like, don't rely on outlaw on on outside affirmation and confirmation and things mm-hmm. like that. But to be honest, we're human, and sometimes we need that. We need that nudge of like. You're doing you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're on the right path. You're doing you're doing the right thing, and you're doing it well. And to reach a million streams is literally that for me. Um, so it's dope. I'm I'm, I'm is, very excited. Is, I love that for you. I love that yeah, for you. Thank you. That is, that is amazing. And so after so being exposed to your music, and then you drop Love Games, right? Yes. So you know, I just I I remember I tweeted you. I I I listened to Love Games since it dropped, like constantly. Thank you. Yes. And but recently, I don't know what it is, but back back been hitting me a little yes. different. I don't know what that's, I was playing. That's one of my that favorites. Day. I was playing it today when I was like, I, I got a new ring light. So I was like, you know, I yes. in the background. And I'm trying to work on this, like getting my awkwardness. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to show my true authentic self, right? Yeah. Because I'm I want to eventually grow to YouTube. And I got to get over my weirdness, you know? So listen, imagine being an artist and having to like make music videos for the songs that you write. Like I, I really, sh- I struggle so bad. Really? And I, I don't even want to say yeah, I because understand. It's, I can never understand. No, me, you, but, but I mean, artist, it's this like, but, like, but it's, it's similar. Like you said, like even doing the podcast, like I do my podcast audio as well. Um, but just as a person, just as an awkward person, like you were constantly thinking about like, am I, what does this look like? Like what, <laughs> what, what is it giving? What it, yeah. And then you're in your head the whole time and you like, and you listen to yourself thing. and I'm like, yes. I, so a lot of the times, like I have, I, one of my, one of my coworkers, shout out to Robin. Cause she listens. Hey Robin. Uh, hey Robin. She, right. She'll text me. <laughs> And be like, right? I can't hear um, your audio because I don't listen to myself, right? Right. I it's something I'm trying to get over. I can't listen to myself. Yeah. She, she'll tell me she'll be like, Ryan, I can't quite hear you. So I'll go back in because I use Anchor as my source right. for uh, getting Ryan out loud out there. So I'll go back and like re-record it or fix it. And I'm like, is yeah. it better? She'll tell me. So I'm like. Okay, Ryan, you really after that point, I was like, just suck it up, get over it, and just. I was gonna say what I what I would suggest is just like 
even as an even as an artist, I have times where like I can listen back to a song, like literally, I can listen to back back today and be like, "Yo, that shit is so fire!" Like, yes, you snap, whatever, you did. whatever. And I can listen again next week, Ryan, and be like, "Damn, you could have did this right." Really, here. I get you it. I, I, <laughs> like, you know I, what I'm saying? So it's really a part of the process. It's really something that you just gotta you just gotta do it. You just gotta listen. You just gotta watch so that you know. Because I'm also a big, like one of my sayings and mottos is know yourself, know your wealth. Like I'm very like big that. on being self-aware because when you're, once you're self-aware, then one, you're able to make whatever corrections that you need to make, but also nobody can come to you with something about you that you don't know. You know what I mean? Yes. A yes. lot of times people, a lot of times people hide behind like whatever, like they, or, 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 or they they have like personality or like different things that you're like, do you not realize? Like you don't, <laughs> but yeah. what I, I really do, I've learned and I stand firm by people who, who are self-aware. And even if, even if it comes to something toxic, <laughs> like no, at the yeah. end of the day, if to me, I appreciate people that are able to say like, yeah, I may be the, da, 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 but like I, I'm aware of it, I'm working on it, or hell, I'm not working on it. But I know, rather than yeah. people that are like oblivious to to the idea. And you don't, know, as a creative, as a creative, you want to be like you want to, and and that's why I related a lot to what you were saying because even myself as an artist, like I'm working on like just kind of spending more time in the mirror, like and and, and practicing doing your Easter what rap, or in your like. case, yes, you okay. Yes. Cause I do because it all the time. I, it's important. I I'm like, hey, mirror bitch. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is me every day. I I get Listen, it. I get it. This is also my first. You have this. Let, let me tell you, you have an exclusive. This is literally my first hungover interview I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and let me tell you, when I was in the mirror before we got on this call, I was literally <laughs> like, Jasmine, get it together, bitch, <laughs> because. <laughs> It takes me. So it all it takes me was is a cup of coffee. I, See, I don't like coffee. You don't. That's good. See, no, no, that's good. Yeah. though. I, I, I don't need to get away from it. But I grew up around a lot of cigarette smoker coffee combos, I, I, and I get that it. I thing, get it. that thing, it stinks. <laughs> like yeah, the breath no, of it all. That combination. But I'm familiar the one, with. I the one time it. in my life I did do coffee. Like I, I interned at MTV, and they had like a. They had like a little, like, you know, it's MTV, so they got stuff everywhere. Like it's not your rep, it's not your average yeah. break room. Right. So I I figure I'm here. Like <laughs> it's here. It's office culture. Like, let me give it a try. Yeah. And I I did drink it for a little while. And especially it was helpful, like maneuvering through New York City and like whatever. I, um, I, I, but I, I just don't like the, the the breath smell of it all. I the follow up. I just, just and it's funny because now like <laughs> yeah. I, it's getting me. I just went to the dentist about a couple weeks ago. And they're like, yeah, uh, you know, Ryan, I'm gonna need you to lay off the coffee. And I'm like, yeah, well, is this state of, you know, I got my teeth cleaned and all that. It was yeah. so I'm trying to transition to tea, but they were like, no, don't do tea either. But anyways, wait, why you can't do tea? I, so she, tea. they said about the staining, like it, that also oh, is not yeah. as bad as the coffee, but it's, still, yeah. but it's still, and I'm like, well, damn, what can I well, do? Let me tell you something. One thing about me, I love, I love, love, love a good cup of tea, like me hot too. tea, 
But I mean, also, you know, we're black. We love sweet tea, high iced tea as well. But <laughs> but a, a good like high tea with honey and lemon little, will really bless my too. soul. Give me a little, give me a little. Yeah, mint. yeah. A little razzle, add a little razzle dazzle to it, right? I so, mean, maybe a little, put a little tincture in there too. Yes, if, if you know that's how you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so your song Sunday Morning with Smith, yes. right? Oh, that was also on Love Games. Yeah. Yes, on Love Games. Shout out to Smith. He's one Shout of out my to Smith. Another one on the timeline. Listen, he, I like, I want him to start. He needs a show. Like, I know he's. Yeah, well, he had a podcast. Him and Keith had a podcast that really was good. I think, I feel like they said that it was coming back, but I'm not sure. I don't want to like give incorrect information. I I, I thought about reaching out to him. I would love for him to come on the show. Uh, I love Yeah, he had a show called The Blog Boys and it was hilarious. It was really, really good. Oh they my actually God. had a they he, had a dope interview with Faith Evans up there too. I know he loves Faith. I yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I would love to get him on Ryan Out Loud. Um his song, his new song is one of my uh, it's also in my rotation. Yes. Uh, but you said on your podcast, Glove with Rob, and I think I mm-hmm. side note, I think I said the title of your podcast glow up with rob milton i but i look and it says glow up with rob but i mean it's you regardless. either way but, it's me and yeah. we growing up it's not like <laughs> yeah. yeah period yeah, so yeah, i didn't period. i didn't fuck it up so i just no, as cool. i think as i talk sometimes i'm like wait a second so you said on your podcast that in of course your first episode was with the iconic beast mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is amazing. First of all, like that is so dope. And your song with him, I just the end. Well, end. Excuse me. And yeah. And yes, not the end. And <laughs> um, giving me that eighties feel, like that just yes. that throwback feel. You said Sunday morning was supposed to feature him, correct? So initially, I originally uh, so to tell a little bit of a backstory, like be Slade. Um, it's one of my one of my really big inspirations as mm-hmm. a not only just as a singer because everybody knows he will literally sing circles around any other singer on this planet. He would, yes. that's a fact. Yes. Um, but outside of him, outside of his singing, I've really always, always, always been a fan of his writing and of his production. Um, he is someone who, and if you listen to our interview together, I realized someone who we're actually a lot alike. Yes. Whereas we kind of get really immersed into whatever, like in creating a project, like for instance, so the song that we did ended up doing together is called End. Um, it's it's heavily 80s influenced, mm-hmm. but it is a lot of it stems actually from a project that he has that I'm a lot inspired by and it's called DeLorean. He has an album called DeLorean that is fully, it's full out 80s inspiration, but it also has like a mix of trap here and there, a mix of, it's Beast Slays, so you're going to get gospel a little bit here yeah. and there, like it's a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Um, but it's one of my favorite albums from the past decade and um, it kind of inspired and and when he was creating that project, he, we talked about it in my interview where he was saying that he would have his TV on a loop of TV from, I believe it was from the year 1986. Yes, and so like while he was creating, the whole focus of everything around him was immersed in the culture and like the feeling of that thing. That time. And that's, that's a lot of the way that I create as well. Um, but with Sunday morning, so with Sunday morning, um, I had already had the idea of getting Smith on there as, like you said, he is a big fan of Faith. 
and a big fan of like we're both big fans of like Fantasia and like that yes. type of energy and I felt like that was what the record was and that's what it called for and I've been a fan of um uh of Smith for a while I mean back to when he was the Shankle the Shanklinator <laughs> um and so you know we've kind of like connected over the years um so it was dope to finally get get that on on, on record um and it's actually there's going to be a remix coming soon from Uh-oh. this. Yeah, I linked with this label in London called Real People Music, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. And they're dropping a remix actually by the end of this month. Oh. But with be Slayed, um, with Ooh, the Ryan idea... Ryan exclusive there. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. A little exclusive. Um, but with be Slayed, the idea, like, I just wanted to really like one of my i've said this before but one of my other sayings is shoot all shots and i had the urge to ask b to to record something with me because we had we've communicated over the years like literally for it may be 10 years at this point like consistently over the years just in dm just on tweet like nothing major but just like it's very much your favorite artist saying i see you and like i appreciate you and so that was yeah and so as a fan it was dope but then as an artist it was like okay um this is one of my favorite artists in the world (laughs) and so i feel like here's the opportunity to see shoot all shot this is a yeah if this is a thing that i can make happen um but again even in doing that you know we kind of shrink ourselves and we shrink our ideas to try to be sure like well if it doesn't work at least whatever you know yes. so i really had just asked him to do some ad libs at the end of sunday morning just seeing if maybe possibly he would do it and he was down so then i was like okay cool um but then in a, within the process it just kind of like didn't fit creatively um you know sunday morning was <laughs> kind of a risk for me um it was kind of like a step out for me um because growing up as growing up in the church and like all of that you kind of steer away from sexual content yes and um even in like progressing and like you know growing up and like growing out of the shell of that you still in your mind even like you'll hear tony braxton say like you still in your mind are like a day. church kid like to this Listen. day tony braxton is She's just now giving, like, really, really, really fully giving you sex. She's in her 50s, you know? Yes. So so that's the thing as a church kid that we struggle with. But go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, I I completely, I grew up in the church. I've sang, I sing, I sang in the choir. Uh, Yeah. You know, I get it. My grandma, my grandmother is the deaconess of my church at home. Yeah. So you, and. I know. I. Yeah. So I with Sunday know. morning, it was kind of a play on church. It was it was a step out to talk about sexual things, but it was even more of a step out to do so using church terminology. But so here's <laughs> when I listen to that, when I listen and correct me, please correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. And I want to compare. So I think about when Brandy did he is, okay? Mm, um wow. I think about Warren Campbell and even though mm-hmm. she's not credited, but Erica Campbell was also a part of that process. I don't think she was credited, mm-hmm. but um, I think they, she was in the room, but she yeah. was in the room. But so I always think about when he, they said he, they always wanted Brandy to do a gospel song and yeah. we got like a little sample of that when she did uh, what one voice and uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think That's of some other favorites. I, I know. I don't get me song. to stand in Brandy. Now. Listen, we, we, we can't don't listen. Time. Don't make me hit that that payment. <laughs> we just talked about that before I hit record. 
we can go over an hour, okay? Because I'm trying to talk fast. So let, I'm sorry. Let me. So um, I want to say, you know, so when I listen to he is, and you know, he he made it to a point where it's like you can it's both almost you know right. like you it, like she could you she could be talking about god or you know right he is this is what he is prince you know and then you're like for me when i listen because that's going to be my wedding song i already he is yes that yes, is I, that's going to be my wedding song that's like a forever yes like literally an evergreen song you can listen to that song no matter when and it's always going to have that same exact same feeling, feeling. so when i yeah. listen to sunday if you guys don't go overboard you know like you don't see well the, it gives it's a little bit it's it's and correct, about to tell say, correct myself, me if i'm wrong that's why i'm about to tell it myself for people who didn't catch it but it kind of it it plays a lot it's while i said fantasia and faith evans we also know their inspiration would be aretha right. you know what i mean yes and so it kind of gives Aretha Ray Charles where it's playing on the words. So where it says, you got some kind of hold on me, like, good Lord, it's been seven days. I'm not talking about seven days since the last yeah, service. Right, and that- <laughs> Understand. And those that know, um, like I know. Got yeah, it. You know? And so, and then even it plays with D'Angelo, kind of a little bit of a D'Angelo thing where like the Jones all in my bones is kind of mm-hmm. giving all of that. But then there's a point where I say, <laughs> Woo! Shout out to the New Hope Baptist Church in Hackensack, New Jersey. I hope y'all are listening. <laughs> I love y'all. But there's a point where I say, period. Let's be very clear. <laughs> grown, grown. Um, but there's a point where I say, um, you know, it takes two or three. Okay? Okay. So that is a saying that they say in church. It actually may be biblical. Yes, it is actually. It's when the, it's when two or three are gathered in His name, I will be in the midst. Okay, so okay. that's that's okay. the that's the scripture. Okay. But the way that I used it was more so a play on you know multiple partners. Right. Okay. <laughs> so get, it so just it gets it, kind it, of risque, but it's 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 embedded in a way that it's not like it doesn't jump out at you. It doesn't scream. It, it's not giving you why understand no, yeah <laughs> but it's it's intertwined into into the music in a way that i have learned from like i said people like fantasia people like faith people like d'angelo people like aretha people like ray charles who they have sexual songs but it's not, not giving and and that's and it's so funny so let me tell you this i had it i had my family over one day one weekend they my grandparents and my mother stayed and they next morning I was cooking breakfast for the family and I put I I play it on Sunday morning obviously and I remember yes. it on my home pod it came on my home pod and my grandma she's like five no yeah five four five one maybe shorter I don't know she's short than me because I'm only six foot so it's playing and she said oh I like this I come like on this and yes. I was like and I and I, I'll never forget I was in the middle of like flipping the sausage and I looked I was like you sure <laughs> but that's and that's Deacon literally is, i'm like Deacon is Barb, you sure are you sure? that's literally the purpose though because the thing about it is i think in through ge- every generation like you know there's the it gets to the point where there's the older generation who was like oh y'all 
talk about this and y'all music is this and blah, blah, blah. It's cyclical. Like it's something that literally always happens when even down to the point, even in, even in the gospel industry, like for instance, when the Clark sisters came out and they were doing what they were doing, which now we look at as brilliant and trailblazing and blah, blah, blah. But when they were starting it, it was, this is too worldly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so I, I've, I've kind of gotten to the place where I really, have wanted to make music that kind of transcends the gen- the generations. Like I wanna be able to, I feel like we do focus super strongly on the youth because we're told those are the consumers. And so I feel like a lot of the music and the content that we make are like trying to figure out how we can get them to like it, which is fine. But I think that it's important to get back to the space where we can play songs like we had the Earth, Wind, and Fire, Isley Brothers Versus. Mm-hmm. Those songs, if you listen to the word, if you mm-hmm. really listen to the words of those songs, they're not being clean. They're not being at all. PG at all. But at all. it has a sound. And, and now when you get older, you realize it, right? You're you like, realize uh-uh. it. But, but at the end of the day, you could play those songs in a room full of people. It can be a 12-year-old a 92-year-old, a 21-year-old, you can play those songs in those rooms and everybody in that room is going to get up. That's the type of thing that like, I I really want, and I feel like I've grown to a space where I'm doing it well, like even with Cry. um, We're getting into that, okay? Yeah, even even with Cry, I feel like it it gives you the emotion and the passion and like what we're used to with R&B. And I feel like it also, it gives you a little twerk. Like <laughs> you yeah. might, might, might be sobbing while also shaking ass. Shaking and like, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I, this is so and you, um, with your music and I, I, I'm, also, I am working on a, a book, right? Awesome. Myself. Uh, I, it is more, I one day I switch between young adult and then I'm like ah, I want them to be you know my my purpose is to do uh create a black story uh with a main character that is young black and gay and yeah. you know I feel like our stories need to be told I feel like yeah there we have not all suffered uh we yeah. don't you know don't we there's not we not all stories need to be based around black trauma and so my yeah. goal for this book is to be is happy is a feel good and yeah. you know if that's so you your music like music inspires me daily so yeah i i listen and i and then past two days the you know two days getting ready for this interview because i one of my friends he's like ryan just relax you always over prepare i do because I want to, I don't want to. I mean, but there's nothing wrong with that. A beat, you but know, I also you, don't want to force it because I've always wanted to no, have a, a conversation, you know? And that's yeah. that's kind of how Ryan allowed it's just that space, just to let it flow. So, yeah. you know, your song Cry, it tapped into something that is, I'll talk about that later on, on another episode, that I created another story that just awesome. made me tap into it and i had it on loop like just constantly like as i'm writing i love that oh god i can't wait to talk about it more but getting into cry what first of all i want to say i feel like you and i don't know how to describe it but you create music for somebody like me 
you make wow, music for somebody like me that I I can't really I I am sometimes I'm outspoken with certain things like work yeah I don't take no nonsense like they yeah. they feel it full force but with like relationships maybe or yeah. I don't even call them relationships situationships <laughs> that I've been in I never really had that power or that uh yeah voice and listening to your music is giving me a sense of calm like okay this is how I felt and probably should have said yeah. or you know like or that's just it, it that's the best way I feel like I'm rambling but that's the best way I know and, and so the crazy thing is the crazy thing is in writing these songs I'm processing my feelings to be honest almost in the same exact way um so like you know I'm a cancer <laughs> so that's you know kind of uh the thing where everybody's like oh we're over emotional and blah 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 such and so forth cry babies all of those things and that's kind of a part of this album um where like the album is actually called all boys cry yes. and it's a play off of a couple of things it's kind of a play off of that and just being feeling like almost sometimes i feel like i have to feel guilty about knowing how to express my emotions because that automatically makes me you released the title and i was i'm ready i, I yeah give it i i need yeah i only do this for certain albums when i take off a day and need to take it in and so listen in. please so my next question do you have a release date i don't have a release date yet Damn, i, I was getting yet. another ryan out loud exclusive y'all not yet not yet but you All but right. listen but yeah, so so in in writing these songs, some some of it is, is me saying things in the song that I haven't said in out loud mm-hmm. in the actual situation because you get in the space of feeling like, am I over communicating? Like this does this make me a crybaby? Does this make me whatever? You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and then on the flip side, um, it's also, you know, as a creative we can kind of create our own worlds. Mm-hmm. And in, in, some ex, in, in some instances, I take situations from my life and exaggerate them in a I, song. Rob, when I write, I do the same thing. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. it didn't happen like this, but- Yeah, I, like I didn't, I didn't little, totally feel this way, but I felt this way. This way. I can make a story out of it by exaggerating. Add a little rap. You know what I said earlier, a little razzle-dazzle to the story. Exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And so that, to some extent, is also a part of this album where it was, I was waking up and feeling emotions about situations or about whatever. Mm -hmm. And instead of like sitting in that feeling, which is what I used to do, I would just wake up and turn my laptop on and just start just creating just like write write a story about it like write a song about it and so I put together this album called All Boys Cry um and and the other play on it is you know I grew up in a family full of women um like literally my grandmother and my grandfather had I want to say five daughters okay and then after that they everybody had daughters I was the first boy born into my family like after my grandfather if that makes sense yes yes it is so um, I vividly remember being at my grandmother's funeral. My grandmother passed away when I was, I want to say five, four or five. And I vividly remember being at my grandmother's funeral and I started crying and someone grabbed me and said, no, uh-uh. you, you can't cry. Like you're not supposed to cry. You're uh-huh. the only man in this family and you have to hold us together and blah, blah, blah. 
and so that's i mean yeah (laughs) yeah and i mean you know i don't i i don't totally fault them because i understand like no i cried a drop of a dime i still listen every damn day but no i i i feel like i feel like that is something that i held on to for a long time that i didn't realize that i was holding on to and so all of this all of this kind of created the space for the album for me to just feel like, okay, now I'm in a place where I can just literally say exactly what I feel, mm-hmm. how I feel, mm-hmm. why I feel it, and make it make it make it a thing that I can share with other people. Um, so, so the album, I, and, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to get it twisted and make people think that the whole album is sad because no. it's really not. I don't I'm listen, really, y'all. Ryan out loud listeners and any Rob Milton fans, I don't care. He can release a whole album of <laughs> listen, sad, and I'm me. going to ride <laughs> the timeline for. I'm going to ride or die for because. Oh but I want God. you to know that I'm really like Ryan, really, really, really making the. I made some of the best music I've ever made in and my life. And you said like, that, I, and I, I literally, I I'm it. giving you. I give you like cry gives you what it gives. It's a t- I give a you. T- I have a. I have another one called Touch Heaven that is kind of guitar heavy and it's kind of like Cry is the beginning of the album and it kind of like almost covers the story of the whole album. Okay. But then Touch Heaven comes in and it's like almost the beginning of how many songs like do you a, have on the album? Uh eleven. I have okay. eleven. So it's yeah, Cry, well, it's it starts off the album. album. So yeah, Cry starts off the album and then it comes in and these now I'm giving you exclusives. Okay. So Cry oh, starts off the album yes. and then we come in with Touch Heaven and Touch Heaven is basically like the beginning of the story where it's like if if it was a movie, it's the it's the people meeting and going on a first date, second date, third date and just kind of like flowing through um just experiences together and and, and the song is saying like you make me feel like I like I just touched heaven um uh the verse says um i get around i get a it's the verse says i get around you and i gotta watch my thought patterns because it's saying like i'm I'm having so much fun and i feel so free and i'm like not worried about anything i'm my phone is down i'm not looking at i'm not thinking about anything like i'm just so wrapped up in this but then it's also the moment where you're like but now i'm nervous because can I trust you? Like in the song, it says, um, I'm afraid that you would, like we're flying and I'm afraid that you might let me fall. Um, But then I have, it like, it goes through a whole motion. I am ready. Drop it. It goes through a whole motion. I have another one called, I have a song called Play With Me. Um, And it's kind of where you get to the point where like, you kind of wake up a little bit and realize like, damn, like I thought that this was a thing. I thought that we were Mm. like, I thought we had bonded in a way that we clearly did, but I don't know what's going on with you, but I didn't really think that you would play with me in this way. Like I thought Uh, you're already telling my life. (laughs) It's like, I thought we've expressed, like we've shared stories of people pulling shit on us before. And like, we've communicated about how that felt and like da 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 da. And then here we are and you're doing this to me. Yeah. So I have played with me. Oh my God. It's so much. I have like two covers on the album that are like, are there any features? uh, Yeah. So play with me has DDM, which he's an incredible, 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 incredible MC out of Baltimore. Um, He has incredible. Look him up if you can. It's it's go DDM. I think it might be uh, on Twitter is Dapper Dan Midas, Um, but he's, 
he's brilliant. He has brilliant visuals. His, he always like literally, I, I mean, I, I, again, this was another shot that I was shooting. Um, I've been a fan and like we've communicated and we've met and, and have both been supportive and a fan of each other's work. But, you know, you just kind of get in the space of like, this is a thing I want to try, but like, what if they say no? You know, that's always yes. kind of like in the back of your like, what if this doesn't like, eh. and I've just really taken the, I've really taken it upon myself to be sure to just like, even in those feelings to so, just go for it. And I, and every time I go for it, it's, it's a win. Like I, I, need I hit energy. him. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm telling you, I hit him. And maybe within two days, we had the verse back. It's oh. so perfect. And play with you, play with me is very much like, I say I was in my candy verse bag <laughs> because it's very much like early 2000s. Yes. Um, it's just, oh, like I can't I, wait for you guys to hear it. I but yeah, wait. so I have DDM and then I have a song called Gone with a friend of mine, Jessica Fox. I don't know if you've heard of the group Resound. Um, no. They, you know, have a lot of video singing and um, they're brilliant. They were on America's Got Talent and, uh, excuse me, America's Got Talent. I will look into um, But yeah, I have a record with her called Gone, which is actually the last song that I wrote for the album. Most of the album was written um, from after the weekend of Thanksgiving. So the end of November to January, but I wrote Gone probably the end of January, the beginning of February. Wow. And so it's kind of like, it, it's crazy because it's it's almost, a, it's about something completely different, but it fits the album so perfectly mm-hmm. that it almost seems like I'm, it's, it's almost seems like the same story, which is really, really cool. I can't wait to hear um, this. I really. Yes, it's, it's, I got so much, like, it's really, I'm really excited. Um, Dana Johnson, who is um, the producer and husband to Avery Sunshine, he is co-producing with me. Um, so nice. we got some really, oh my God, I have a song called You Know It. Like it's it's like cookout music. Like I swear, you know like it's stop oh, because it's so I'm good. excited. Ryan, I'm telling you, Ryan, I need, you're not ready. I'm, I got, I'm not, I am, but I'm not. Uh, yes. So yeah, I so. just, so this is my goal. I want you back on the show. Let's do it. When the album drops and Let's do it. we can, I want to, play can we play well after the albums can we play the songs and then talk about yeah it? I, absolutely I, and i want to get uh i'm gonna get someone someone else involved too um we'll talk more about that later okay but well, let's I, go. Um, i'm down for whatever i want to do that i would love i'm i'm hoping to be fully vaccinated by then you know yes um I'm, gotta go get my vaccine as well i um because i'm here in atlanta so i want yes i i need to feel this energy okay yeah let's do it and i I wanted to say this earlier but you know it's supposed to be about me but i just want to say that you i absolutely positively love what you do and what you represent and you're absolutely right our stories are important and they need to be told and i think that you are one of the voices that are called to tell our stories and i hope that you understand that and um, I'm proud of you. Thank like, you, Rob. Seriously. No, that just made my, you just made my, my entire month yeah. here. That, thank you. Coming from you, that means a lot. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I, I that made But me. that's what we all are. You're and right. I think that, I, I think that I hope that you look around and understand that we're all figuring it out. Even in, even in what I'm doing, I'm literally figuring it out. I, like you said, I have my hand in so many things, but it's not 
there's not always so many hands reaching back out to me. There are not always so many checks and bags coming listen, towards I, me. Listen, Rob, I've, I've, I've name dropped you a few times on Ryan Out Loud I appreciate before. That. And I'm yeah. saying this, I'm mark my word. If I, if the universe, uni, universe, universe decides to bless me with a, a fortune, I'm putting all of my fortune into independent artists. Black, and that's what this is about. Yeah. Black queer artists. Like I, yeah. I am supporting you guys because you guys are it. It is it. That is it. I, that's all I can say. You, and that what makes me mad and, like we'll have to talk about that on another episode but it just makes Mm -hmm. me mad because a lot of you guys are out here grinding on social media especially during this pandemic you can't really perform so I feel like a lot of the major labels are taking you guys uh marketing tools and uh oh all of that and I I hate that you know so I I mean and again it's something that you learn as a part of the journey like there's there's good and bad in all of it. Like even with the, with, with Twitter being an amazing, an amazing um, platform and being able to build an amazing community, there's even, even inside of the indie spaces, there's, there's shady stuff that happens and people, you know, seeing what you do and not acknowledging it, but then like copying exactly what you do. But at the end of the day, you have to, again, take the good with the bad. And I'm so, so appreciative, like I said, of people like you, like, um, and even, even other people on the timeline doing what we do, like Jeremy Moon and Drix. Yes. And, and just like you said, Smith, Brick Liam, and then even with the podcast with Kier and on air with Kier and with you with yours. That's who I want. I want Kier. I want him involved with this album. Oh yeah, he's incredible. That's yeah, homie. I definitely want to collaborate when we do when your album drops. I want us all to just let's do it. To do it, you know, do that. So I, I, my thing with Ryan Out Loud, I always end it since I don't like doing questions. You know, like the who inspired you? Who did you know? I mean, of course we want to know who inspired you, but I. Always hey, but you know, I'm it. open to those two. I know. I, I know you, you, you do your own thing. With, yes. Uh, glow up. So I always end it. Cause that was kind of how I birth Ryan out loud was uh, advice to my younger self. So ending it, oh, wow. Rob, what would you tell? What advice would you give to your younger self? Cause how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm, I'm 31. You're right. Um, we, I figured we, yeah. I knew we were around the same age. Okay. We yeah. the same age. So my advice to my younger self would honestly be, to trust yourself, mm-hmm. to trust what you feel, to trust, um, to trust what you know you're called to do, um, and also to just completely, absolutely let go. Like I spent so much time in a space of being boxed in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful. I don't want to be one of those. I don't want to sound like I'm, you know. Um, anti-church no, and whatever. I, like I'm grateful for that experience but in a lot of ways it closed me off to experiencing same, life same. and I feel like I spent a lot of time being so scared to do so many different things because oh. I was taught that it was going oh. to not just send me to hell but just like it just I just was taught that everything was everything I feel like everything was haphazard and like everything is like you got to be careful and and I feel like the moment that I decided to let go of all of that and just experience life as it is and trust myself to know 
what works for me, what doesn't work for me. Trust myself to know that I can try this and I can try that and I can figure out life for myself. Once I realize that life is not a, it's not a one size fits all. Like what happens in someone else's life is not what happens in my life. Yes. Um, I feel like once I let go and like I said, began trusting myself, I started experiencing life in a much more exciting way. Like I'm <laughs> life isn't amazing, life isn't perfect. I mean, no. it is amazing. Yes, but I'm is. saying it's not perfect and things could be better. But I have really begun to experience life in just a fun, like I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. And I believe that. I deserve to enjoy my life. And I wish that my younger self, I wish that I understood that at an earlier time so that I would have, so that I would have experienced life in a better way, but I'm not, I wouldn't change anything. Um, It happened the way that it happened Mm -hmm. so that I could be at this spot in this space and talking to you. Um, And so it's beautiful. Life is beautiful, but yeah, trust yourself. I love that you just gave me new life. Thank you for that word. Awesome. It's, yes, it's Sunday, yeah. but they'll hear it on Monday. Okay. So that was a Sunday word. You'll take it as a Monday word when this episode Take drops. it as your Monday morning inspiration. Yes. Your Monday mantra. Yes. Monday <laughs> yes. Rob, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that is this is Rob Milton. And we're going to have to do a part two because when the album drops because i have so much more we can relate on so much more talk so Let's much more and i can't wait ladies and gentlemen boys and girls all of that get his new single cry, cry is out right now all streaming platforms and yes. his new album all boys cry is to coming this spring announced. yeah this, this spring. spring okay, this spring. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming soon rob tell them where they can find you on social media you can find me everywhere at the Rob Milton. Um, you can find me on. You have some crazy exclusives and fun and all the things. And on I gotta Patreon, order my shirt. So on. Um, yes, yes, yes. But I have a Patreon, so it's Patreon.com/slash/TheRobMilton. And then, like Ryan said, I have some merch at TheRobMiltonShop.com. And I'm also just shout out to Ryan and this incredible show. Please Thank keep you. supporting him and telling somebody about his show um because he got a lot more to do and I can't wait to see what you do I can't wait to hear these stories that you're writing and see thank them you, turn Rob. into films and I, all that's the, the goal things. that is the goal yeah. thank you so and, much you know thank my you. side one of my side gigs is music supervising so if we need to do a thing we can do a thing I'm ready um Listen, let's do it let's yeah. do it all right y'all this is it for this segment of Ryan Out Loud thank you Rob I love you continue thank to you, thrive love you. all of that you as well Thank you. Peace. Wow. Thank you so much to Rob, Rob Milton, for taking the time out of his day to be on Ryan Out Loud. I am honored, truly honored. He is such a beautiful soul. So much life given to me in that interview, and I receive it all. I hope he felt the love as well he's so talented and gifted and he is he's not done he has so much more to do i am you heard what he was saying about his upcoming album all boys cry i know it's gonna feed my soul i am i'm ready okay i'm ready i am going to purchase my love my shirt from his website And just support him, y'all. Support him because he is 
he's worth it. He's worth every bit of this coin to support all of that. Okay, stream his new single, Cry, on all streaming platforms. Do that. Subscribe to his podcast, Glow Up With Rob. Do that, okay? Go, just show him some love, you guys. And I, I, that's all I have. That is all I have for Ryan Out Loud this week. Uh, Continue to listen to my previous episodes Share with your friends. Tell your auntie, your uncle, all of that. Okay? All of that. Share them with, share, expose them to Ryan. Expose them to Ryan out loud. I appreciate it. Email me, okay? My email is ryanoutloudpodcast at gmail.com. R-I-A-N-L-O-U-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com show me some love give me some feedback which i want to talk about i believe next week i have two special guests coming on and we're going to really really it might get messy i don't know it's going to be funny messy like nothing like messy but i really want to like poke fun not poke fun but you know dissect black gay twitter because it's just it's a key and if that goes as planned that will be next week but until then show me love i send you all love i hope your week is filled with nothing but love and good vibes positive vibes all of that good stuff and always remember black lives matter black Queer lives matter and black trans lives matter. That is never going to change. Okay. Stop killing us. Stop. Stop it. Just stop it. Uh, it's We've had enough. It's, we're fighting back. It's time to take our power back. <sighs> Again, I'm Ryan. Thank you for listening to Ryan Out Loud. I love you all.